0: All right, guys, we are excited to have you joining us this week as we dive into episode two of Continue the Conversation. As we look into scripture and see what the Bible really has to say, this is Kyle and Riley. We are going to be looking at Matthew 7 verses 1 through 6 today. We're going to be discussing these six verses and just, I mean, really uh, how important they are for our lives and how uh, we need to apply these things and to live them out. And so, um, as we do here, at, at continue the conversation. Uh, we always kind of ask that, that question with any passage of why is this important? And so, Riley, why is it important?
1: As we always say, because Jesus said it. Number one. Yes, that's why that's it's right.
0: <laughs> Nailed it.
1: Said it. So, it means something for the people that he originally was talking to, it means something for us to uh say secondly it's important because it's been taken out of context a lot and we'll get into that of the dangers of taking one verse out of context and how it can form bad theology uh third this is a big part of how we live in community is getting rid of improper and sinful judgment Mm -hmm. and learning how to Judge well. Because actually, Jesus tells his disciples to make correct judgments. And so we want to do that well. We want to understand this passage well because it means a lot for how we live in close relationships with other people. Hmm. And as we like look at these verses, man, I, I just gotta be honest that the first couple brought me to my knees. Um I, I think I, I always learn more than the people I get to teach. And in the first part of looking at verses one and two of not using these, these, these standards of other people, these measures that what I use, God is going to use for me. Um, man, yeah. that, that's bad news. <laughs>
0: really hits you, doesn't it? <laughs> I,
1: I use such high standards for other people um and i've certainly done it without noticing it but like holding people to this standard that not only do i not meet but i'm not taking the steps to try to meet it um i'm holding people to high standards and not meeting them myself and so i think in the past and even in the present that i'm i'm in real trouble here and I'm really thankful for the grace of Jesus and that through scripture, he has judged my innermost parts. And, um, uh, mm-hmm. even this week brought me to repentance. So I'm, I'm really thankful that this shows us, you know, we can't have this attitude of do as I say, not as I do. That doesn't work for the disciple.
0: Yeah, no, that's, I feel I feel that I know I mean pretty much every time I I feel like every time I read, um, just the beginning of, of chapter seven I I kind of come to that that mentality of like oh man there have been some times where I've I've held some people to, some pretty high standards, and then I haven't lived up to them myself and so, so that's good um, so then when we're we're thinking of I'm um, in mean, judgment. Okay, we think of God's judgment, and we we recognize, um, like yes, God is the ultimate judge. But what would you say is the? I mean, the difference here, like yes, we shouldn't be playing the the role or or trying to play the role of the ultimate judge or or putting our ourselves in God's position, that kind of stuff. But um, how would you differ the the, I guess, the two judgments or um, explain? Judgment for us that is kind of in a, a proper way that this passage describes.
1: Multiple times in the New Testament, there's a rebuke of people judging incorrectly. So it was, it's obviously a problem that God cares about that people, you know, our brothers and sisters of the past have struggled with. And yeah. what Jesus is against here is this judging down like you've just mentioned that we take this position of God to look down on others and to judge what they're doing is wrong. And what has to happen for that ever to take place is for pride and arrogance to well up in myself, Hmm. forget who I am to try to it's really idolatry of self where I'm putting myself on the throne of God to judge down to other people. Um, but so there's, there's that what God is against. And then there's verse five that gets us into what I think God is for, which is judging horizontally, judging our brothers and sisters on an even playing field out of love, not out of pride and arrogance.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, we see that in, I mean, Acts 2, you see community taking place and, and people um, living life together and not allowing really things to disrupt them. Um, and I, I really, you know, as you, you brought up, you bring up verse five and you see Jesus, you know, saying, you hypocrite, first focus on yourself and then focus on, on the other aspect of that. Um, and so that really kills the do, as I say, not as I do mentality. Mm-hmm. And, and I have known people that have kind of at times lived by that mentality. Uh, hey, don't, well, don't do what I'm doing. Like I'm in too deep, you know, or I can't get out or I've, I've just become okay with it. I've become complacent or lazy, um, in my lifestyle. But do what I'm telling you to do. So just let me be me and you, you be you. And Jesus is saying, hey, no, no, no. <laughs> like if you're going to approach your brother or your sister in Christ and you, you notice that they have something, a speck in their eye, whatever it is, then you need to, um, you really need to look inwardly. And so we see Jesus present this, this kind of order. And it really goes against what the natural order is. I know my, my first response, if somebody, you know, approaches me about maybe a sin issue or a stumbling block or something is to get defensive and then to, to attack them and be like, well, Hey, but I saw you last week, you know, or, um, or to just really put them kind of in the, the crosshairs. Um, and Jesus doesn't want us to do that. Uh, he wants us to do the opposite. Obviously, that's kind of the Sermon on the Mount is really focused on, hey, natural response, proper spiritual response, and so. So, I just kind of want to ask you: when we look at this, the spiritual order of things, uh, what would you say is the the first thing? How do we how do we live out verse five correctly? Uh, what's the first step to to take in doing that?
1: Well, Let's give like four practical steps. So, if these are things you even want to jot down. Um, to have on hand so that you can judge correctly. Um, we're pulling them from, from scripture, but first we just want to be prayerful and prayer has this great way of slowing us down, giving reliance upon our father and just seeking him out. Um, it's, and the second would be specifically something to pray for is asking God to search us first. And so that's what Jesus says, right? First take the beam of wood out of your eye. And so why not start there? In our prayer, in our going to the Lord, let's look and let's look specifically at the place that we see the speck in our brother's eye. And the hypocritical part is that we're we've got the sin and we're looking past our sin at the same sin in our brother or sister. And so let's let's pray. And as a part of that, Prayer, let's self reflect and ask God to help us see, you know, what is it in me? Is there anything in me that needs to be corrected before I take this to my brother? And we can welcome other believers into that, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, in dealing with self reflection, even as you started off talking about the first couple of verses, just really bringing you to repentance, is we see that scripture brings us into you know self-reflection and and will bring things that maybe we aren't completely aware of uh sins that maybe we we don't even necessarily know are there or we're ignorant to um because we like to think of you know big sins like hey I'm struggling with lust or anger or gossip or you know that kind of stuff and it's like oh well, I'm not struggling with those things anymore but but then there's you know okay jealousy or um what about if when we covet you know and we um so they are kind of those not smaller, but we think of them as like, Oh, they're, they're, they're more hidden. And so scripture brings those things into the light. uh, If we come in with an open heart and a prayerful attitude and, and then also talking to trusted mentors, uh, maybe somebody that discipled you Sunday school teacher, um, maybe a, a a parent, if their are their focuses on, you know, the Lord and fulfilling the great commission, that kind of stuff we can talk to them and and say, Hey, is there anything you notice in me? Uh, that is sinful. I know I've had uh, trusted brothers that have come up to me and, uh, or I've asked them this question and they come up to me and it's like, yeah, you know, there, there's some times where you got defensive and you shouldn't have, you know, or are you really, you know, like we were coming at you with a, your benefit in mind out of love and, and you really kind of bucked up like, Hey, Get out get out of here. And so so I think asking for help brings in that vulnerable component that Jesus is is showing us here for somebody that is going to take care of the log that's in their eye. Um so
1: I think a good a good thing to do for maybe a couple close people in your life is just give them freedom mm. to let you know when you have a log. Yeah. But Somebody that just up front, hey, I'm not talking about anything specific, but I just want you to know that you have the freedom to tell me if you see something that's off in me. And we need to be wise in the people that we give that freedom to. Um, We don't want to give that freedom to someone that's so soft that they're never going to say anything. Uh, And we probably don't also want to choose a person that's so hard that they're not ever going to, uh, or they're going to be telling us all the time.
0: You mean like you calling me out for uh, the oatmeal cream pies? Is that? that
1: yeah. <laughs> that, was just, that was just love, man.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot. Forgot.
1: Um. So we've got prayer, number one. We've got self-reflection, number two. Number three, we want to go ahead and correct the issue. We want to mm. actually take the log out. We want to put in steps of change and get that process going. I don't don't know that Jesus is expecting that we reach ultimate perfection before we try to rebuke our brother and take his speck out because that isn't going to happen. But if we're in process, we get in that self-correction going, I think that puts us in position for number four. And that's the rebuke and the correction of our brother or sister that, we have the opportunity to bring them closer to Jesus and closer in sanctification. Um, It isn't Jesus alone that sanctifies us. He uses our community to do that. And um, so part of rebuke, like how do we do that? Well, a lot of us, this is foreign to us and how do we, how do we do it? Um, So a few thoughts on rebuking well is to, to be intentional. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going to meet with someone, have it be purposeful, um, pick a time, pick a place that is wise, um, have a game plan for how you want to talk with this person. Don't just wing it. Um, don't do it with other people around. I've, I've definitely (laughs) messed that up. I See something and just blurt it out. That's not how we're supposed to call out our brother or sister.
0: What? Yeah. Wait, what?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That makes, not, that makes so much more sense now.
1: Not a good idea, even on a podcast. Not even.
0: <laughs> That's right.
1: So I found it also so intentional, but also extremely helpful to affirm my mm. brother or sister. That, that even though there's this spot that I see that I want to help with, that that's not all of who they are, um, how much they mean to me, how much I love them, the good parts that they have going on. I'm not buttering them up, so that it, mm. but it helps them to have perspective that yeah. their speck is just a speck. It's not taking over their whole lives. Um, so I want to be intentional, affirming and uh how about precise
0: yeah yeah i think uh real quick i mean i would just think really encourage um what what you just said about the being affirming um and maybe you know having as as you mentioned like having some things that are affirming and encouraging to share that with that person as you bring up because i know just for me personally i'm definitely somebody that can easily if I mess up or I make a mistake or maybe, um, my wife, you know, she comes to me and says, Hey, you know, you did this, like you, you kind of neglected this or you just weren't paying attention at this point. Uh, and even though she's saying it out of love and, and wanting me to hear like, there are times where I'm like, man, I really screwed up. I'm a dingus. Like I'm never, you know, I'm the worst. And I, I kind of snowball down to this, this place. And she'll be like, why do you always do that? Like, And that's something that I've even had to work through and and just acknowledge. And so so I really just kind of encourage that because there are people that will just take the speck and they'll turn it into a log very quickly. Um, And so, but anyway, getting on on to being precise. um, Yeah, we see Jesus saying right off the bat in verse five, hey, you are a hypocrite if you're focusing on, hey, let me take the speck out of your eye and leave kind of the log in my, in my own eye and and focus on that. Um, and why is he telling us, Hey, first take the log out of your eye. I think it has a lot to do with, I mean, his, his wording here, he's very precise, precise. He's very intentional with his words, always even here. Um, and it's because, I mean, we can't see clearly if we have a log in our own eye maybe maybe we're making something out to be a speck in someone else's life to make us feel comfortable about the sin that's in our own. Um, or, you know, if we're really going to deal with it and we're going to be intentional, we're going to affirm, then we need to look inward and reflect and correct so that we can be those things to our brother or our sister in Christ. Um, and I, I think of my, my son, I mean, he's five years old splinters are the worst absolutely hates them doesn't want anyone to take it out just wants it to magically go away disappear and so if i don't have clear vision in dealing with his splinter it's just going to magnify the situation Uh, as he's as he is freaking out if i begin to allow myself to become frustrated towards him and his response to this tiny piece of Wood, this speck or whatever um, that is in his foot or in his hand, then maybe I'm being a little rougher than I should be trying to get it out, um, or I'm holding tighter than I need to be, or I'm just you know as I would kind of do like tearing out the skin around just to make it easier to to get it out. And we see Jesus saying, "Hey, we need to be precise. We really need to to hone in on on the speck, and um, if we're if it's something we, we really feel like we need to bring up then we need to make sure that we are in the right place to do that. So that again, we don't cascade this thing down the mountain uh, or, or make it worse than it, than it really is. Uh, but we can come with clear vision, clear focus. Our walk with the Lord is right. Our heart is right. Um, we understand that we are not perfect. We understand that we are not above specs in our own lives and so we can come out of love to our brother and say hey i've noticed this in your life i am here let's walk through this together um let's let's do this let's deal with this together yeah. and i think that's a big component and i think that's uh, kind of the the last point um and so rather why don't you i mean talk to us about i mean walking through this together
1: yeah i just think that's that's one of the big differences between judging down as like taking the place of God and judging horizontally as a brother or sister on the same playing field. Um, I'm with you in this rather than here's a list of what you need to do to go get this done. Yeah. So when my my friend comes and tells me that he's struggling in porn and masturbation and I could say, "Hey, here's the web blocker that you need. Hey, um don't be alone at your house. Um call me um when you get tempted. Like I can just give him this list of to-dos, make sure you memorize this verse, mm-hmm. or I can open myself up of of my own struggle, be vulnerable with him and be able to walk together in this." Now, some of those steps are definitely necessary. Probably need to get rid of the smartphone, period. Yeah. But we're gonna do this thing together rather than just one or the other. And so just running through these real quick of how do we take the spec out in the right way is we pray, we reflect on ourselves, we correct ourselves, and then we rebuke. And as we rebuke, we want to do it intentionally, we want to do it affirming. We want to be precise and then we want to be giving our own presence to be involved. And what a what a wonderful thing to get to be a part of. Not an easy thing, especially if we've never seen it done before, but what a wonderful thing that we would really miss if we just take verse one out of context, right? Only God can judge me is not actually what the verse says, but that's that's where it comes from. Do not judge which God is the ultimate judge. He's the only one who will judge us in the end times. But this verse doesn't mean that we can't have brother and sister judgments to help each other in sanctification because we would miss out on rebuke, correction, teaching, discipleship, evangelism, grace, forgiveness, vulnerability, friendship, marriage, and the list could go on. We, we would miss out on all that stuff. If, we just take verse one out of context, but Jesus has better things for us than that.
0: Yeah. He really, I mean, he really does. Um, And I think there's just, as you mentioned, like our eyes can just really be opened if we begin to live in this community um, of being, I mean, obviously as you kind of talked about, you know, freeing, freeing some people up to speak truth into our lives or, to reveal, you know, logs or specs and in our lives that maybe we don't see. Um, and that, that really brings, brings freedom. And I, Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's so crucial, especially in, in today and in the society we live in. Um, because it's all about, you know, Hey, me and and my thing, and I want to be successful. I want to do this. And so, um, and so I think relationships really, truly begin to develop and develop deeply when we properly understand this passage of scripture and then begin to allow people in our lives um, that we open ourselves up to and that they open themselves up to us to do this. And so, all right, now we, we get into verse six um, and we kind of see, I mean, verse six, obviously it goes, goes along with, one through five. Um, but it can kind of stand alone on it on its own. Um, and so what do you say, you know, regarding verse six, what does that mean for us?
1: The connection seems to be that if, if we're going to spend the effort and the time to disciple our brother and sister by first removing our plank and then helping them get the speck out is not everyone is going to be willing to let us do that. They're going to shut their eye, turn around and walk away. And even worse than that, they may even attack. They may take what is holy, take what is, what is valuable like a pearl and attack us. And you, there's a lot of proverbs about this. Um, not to reprove the scoffer or they will hate you um, Multiple proverbs. Uh, it's good to call out someone who's wise and humble because they'll take it and they'll they'll grow but it's not wise to call out a person that doesn't have wisdom who's a, who's a fool and will not receive our rebuke so I think that's the connection with the other verses, is it acts as a balance or a qualifier for us to be wise with our effort because it takes a vulnerability, it takes love to want to rebuke someone and help disciple them. And it just may not be wise for us to pursue them, even though we may want to. Where we got into talking about some of our own personal relationships that It could really get us in trouble if we want so bad for this individual person or this individual group to be close to Jesus, to be saved by Jesus, that our own personal desires would get in the way of what God's wanting us to do. That he would have another route for us to take while we are just throwing what is holy and what is valuable to those that don't want it. They're just crushing it. They're just turning and attacking us. And God wants us to have wisdom um, in, in the way that we choose what we spend, what is holy on.
0: Yeah. And I, I really don't think it's this um, mentality of necessarily writing them off or giving up on them. I think it's something towards like, Hey, I'm going to continue to pray for them, but my focus and my attention can't fully be on them because God has, he has more in store here or there, you know, there are people out there that I need to continue just to have conversations with, to invest in those kinds of things. And, and mm-hmm. so, uh, I think it, that's where it's different cause I, I know people, you know, you can read this verse and be like, okay, well, Hey, I need to write them off if they don't uh, return my call or if they don't meet me or if they don't respond this way. And, and I would say, I mean, yeah, maybe you don't need to try and reach out to them every day, but, we do need to be praying for him continually. Um, and I think it was something that, you know, you said during our, our Bible study time was just, I mean, having our sights set on the glory of God, because God, is, the only way this is possible is through Christ. Like that is it. And so our eyes need to be fixed on him. Our sights need to be set on, on him and his glory uh, so that we don't kind of fall back into the cycle of, Hey, you know, you've got this speck in your eye. Let me help you out when there's all these logs in my own life. Um, so I think that's, I mean, really, really important to make sure that our eyes are fixed in the the proper place. And then through that, we can discern even more. So those people that it's like, okay, they're manipulating me. They're just trying to use me. Uh, They know that I'm always going to help them out because I'm a, I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. Like, And they make it seem like progress is taking place when maybe it's not. And that's where the conversation is. Hey, like, I love you. I care for you, but I cannot continue to invest all my time and effort in this, but I'm going to continue to be praying, you know, be praying for you and I pray that salvation does come to you. Um, at least that's what, I mean, I've seen in, in my own personal experience in dealing with those that are trampling or attacking it doesn't always have to be a you know bright light big picture kind of thing. It can be in secret and in the shadows so
1: we want to put a bow on it
0: <laughs> put a bow on it um if you will. yeah, I think, and I would just I really want to encourage uh you guys listening I mean we see in, in psalm one thirty nine uh, search me and know me, oh god um if you haven't done that recently, if you haven't if you haven't prayed that, or you haven't been praying that daily, um, or if you haven't allowed His Word, His Spirit, um, and even the the trusted people in your life to to speak truth into it, I really encourage you to do that. Because not not just so that you can I mean be discouraged by being like oh man I'm I'm so far behind the one I thought I was, but really so that those things can be brought to light and God can begin to deal with them in a healthy way in your life. And he can put people in your life that can deal with them. Um, because that's, I mean, that's really how we, we continue to grow on our walk with Christ, right? I mean, pursuing him, uh, faithfully surrendering to him and asking him to search us, to know us. And it, he does know us, but, um, we need him to search us and to reveal those things in our lives that are holding us back. Um, and so, rather, I mean, do you have a, a final thought that you want to you want to throw out there?
1: Well, yeah the the beauty of this these verses and how rich they are to teach us and change us versus if if we just take one verse out of context, I, I don't want to miss that mm-hmm. that revelatory truth of this this stuff is is good. It has the power to rebuke. It has the power for me to change and want to to live differently. It has the power to help us live in community in a really special way. Um it has the power to keep us from living in the same sin year after year after year after year because we've got a brother or sister who is willing to humbly walk with us. And that's, that's what's striking me as a final thought is, man, how good is God's word when we'll really seek to know it and not pick and choose what we want and what we like and what, what is easy. That we won't just pick and choose to take a verse and say, I don't don't judge or only God can judge me because I don't want to have brothers and sisters that think that. I want brothers and sisters that know and love me enough that they'll have the hard conversations with me when when it's necessary.
0: Amen. Yeah, and that's I mean that's countercultural right there. Yeah, but it's uh, so good. It is. It's it's. I mean, it is good, and it's as you mentioned, it's freeing. Um, and I think it. Uh, I mean, it really does bring freedom in in Christ, and it really brings that to light. Um, Well, guys, as we we finish up this episode, uh, I just want to encourage you to continue the conversation. Uh, Maybe there's somebody that that came to mind while we were talking about this that uh, maybe you need to ask for forgiveness because you didn't do this properly. Or maybe there's someone that came to mind that um, you were just too afraid to approach because you felt like you didn't have the place. Uh, God put us on this earth he put us here to do this, to walk with him um, as, I mean, individuals, but also in community. And so we need to, we need to be willing to step out in boldness in Jesus' name uh, and have those difficult conversations so that people will have those difficult conversations with us. Mm-hmm. So I just want to encourage you guys with that. We are praying for you. We love you. And uh, we're signing off and we will see you next week.
1: Adios.